0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business is powered by Bosboulet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, good morning and welcome to Open for Business, the show that dives into the journeys and ventures of entrepreneurs and business leaders. This morning on the show, Dr. Ramnan Jayasingham, Interim CEO and Director of Health Services at Pacific Senior Living. Now by 2030, Malaysia is expected to transition into an ageing society with individuals above age 60 and older making up around 15% of the population. And Pacific Senior Living aims to address this market need Need, as well as the evolving needs that come with a growing senior population. The company is part of the Columbia Pacific Management Group, a global investor, developer and operator of modern healthcare and senior living facilities. And with over 40 years of experience in the space, Pacific along with its affiliates have built and managed hundreds of senior living and other healthcare assets across the globe. Marking their entry into Malaysia in November 2023, they opened up their first high-class senior living facility here, repurposing the former four-star Merida Hotel building in Klang, which ceased operations during the movement control order. Three months after the opening of Acacia, today on Open for Business, we speak to Dr. Ramlin about the process of setting up and building a senior living care facility here in Malaysia, as well as their ambitions and plans for the Malaysian market. Uh, Dr. Ramnan, welcome to the show. Good morning, Roshan. Happy to be here. Uh, pleasure to speak to you as well. Uh, to kick things off, maybe give us a sense over the Pacific Senior Living's market position here in Malaysia, because there seems to be a little bit of a luxury premium feel to it.
1: Yes, you're, you're very right, uh, Roshan. We are targeting the premium market uh, in senior care. And uh, you know we've just opened our first facility, as you have rightly pointed out, about three months ago. Yeah, so we are looking into uh, senior care services, which include assisted living, independent living, as well as daycare services.
0: Daycare for a, for senior living uh, citizens, for seniors. That's Not right. daycare for children. All right. <laughs> Sorry. That's right. That's call, right. Call me out of guard for there for a second. Um, so you're you're looking at a, at the more affluent segment here, and it's a target segment that is being targeted by other people as well. And we'll get into the USPs and all as we go through this conversation. Um, but before that, though, I, I want to learn a little bit more about you as well. Uh, currently, you're the interim CEO. Um, yes. Why interim?
1: Yes. So uh, very valid question. Why interim? Um, As as you rightly pointed out, we had our official launch in November last year. And uh, unfortunately, in uh, some part of December, our CEO had to leave to pursue his own interests. And, uh, you know, there's kind of a vacuum left. And since I was already with the company since uh, May last year, uh, I was approached by the team from uh, Seattle, our our Columbia Pacific management, and asked to take on the roles of the CEO. Um, why interim and, ah. and not the not the, not the full? <laughs> Isn't that the <laughs> question? Yeah, I, I I think it stems from my own uh, issues because I'm still very much a practicing doctor ah. and uh, I still am engaged with some uh, medical legal work. So I guess that's that's the, the the whole thing is on me and not on the company per se. But um, ever since I've taken over officially on January first, things things are working out well at the moment. Uh,
0: we may have to make some recalibrations mm-hmm. in the future. A big change of pace moving from, you know, the medical practitioner side to uh, running the business, essentially. Well, not so for
1: me, because I have been in this long-term care arena for more than 20 years. In fact, ah. 22 and a half years. Uh, so um, my, my experience stems from providing long-term care for severely disabled patients, most of whom were the elderly or the aged anyway so not a big move
0: for me per se Uh, I'm still learning a few new things or two Mm. and uh, the focus here has been um and you were assisting uh, with the early days of the de- development as well, right? You were a medical advisor and you're also the director of health services before this interim CEO role came out. Talk to us about that relationship with the, the your relationship with the company and yeah? how it started.
1: Yeah, so in early May, I came on board as the medical advisor and my role was actually to, to build a plan, a roadmap, uh, so to say, a roadmap on what services we are going to provide, what type of uh, employees we are going to take on board, what type of alliances we are going to make, you know, whether it was in hospitals or dentists or you know hearing aid suppliers or medical equipment suppliers. So there were there were quite a bit of uh, medical issues that needed to be clarified even before we started our journey. So that was my role, to put all these uh, associations and, and like I said, create a roadmap
0: towards uh, where we were going to hit. So talk to us about the formation of that roadmap and what it was like, I guess, Building a senior living uh, care facility here in Malaysia. So the
1: the process started, of course, with discussions. Discussions with the whole team who as are it, already as everything there.
0: Everything does. <laughs> yeah,
1: and and you know, I think that the one of the problems, or not really a problem, one of the, the of the issues that we face is most of the people who are already on the team were from the hospitality industries. They were mm-hmm. all from hotels, and all which is a good thing, and that's why you, something you
0: need in the service. Yeah, business. for
1: us to look like a resort you need you need that kind of background mm. okay so so they were there so i went in you know had discussions with the then ceo and cfos and everyone else and uh, you know helped them to create this part on the care side of things you know the care side of things they were looking at the aesthetics and the building and the fixtures and 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 to be honest they've done a good job Mm. We look like a resort today, mm. uh, so because of their input. If if I were to do that, it would look like a just like a hospital or a clinic. <laughs> so, so I, and I'm quite happy that that there were all these right inputs at that time.
0: Yeah, and it, it's important, right? Because you don't want it to look. And feel like a hospital, but you want the care and the ability to treat like a medical care facility.
1: Yes, it was never our intention for it to look like any hospital or even a nursing home. Mm. Uh, you know, We wanted to be like a resort style living, you know, with, with very individualized spaces, nice aesthetics. And I believe we have achieved uh, most of that.
0: Um, talk to us about the degree of localization that was needed uh, entering uh, or building this in the Malaysian market, because uh, the the group, the Columbia Pacific Management Group, is a global organization. It's got facilities across the globe. Um, how much deferred when it came to, because you talked earlier about, you know, setting up a roadmap. It's so, it's not plug and play. We've done this in another country. We're going to do the exact thing uh, same thing here. Talk to us about the localization needed in setting up over here.
1: Yeah. So... You know, you were saying global. So, the countries that, that we are in is, of course, extensively in uh, in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have facilities in China. Uh, we have several communities in India. Uh, of course, in Malaysia, this is our first uh, uh, senior care facility. Now, localization, yes, you know, we have to conform to the local authorities, you know, a lot of uh, licensing issues and, and uh, you know, a lot of things. And, and, you know, basically, when you set up a... Uh, senior care centre is what what we have done you have choices you know are you going to are you going to licence it as a hotel are you going to licence it as a care centre are you going to licence it as a nursing uh, you know like a a nursing home so there are all sorts of uh, different requirements okay and when you talk about localization, of course we need to take the cultural sensitivities Mm. the religious sensitivities you know food is a big issue (laughs) Uh, so you know so we, we had to put all that we had to think about, all those things, you know. In in some other countries, uh, you know, alcohol may not be an issue in mm-hmm. uh, in a aged care facility, but I, I don't think that that is something that we will condone. Mm. So, you know, taking all these minor things into, I I don't think there were major differences, mm. but basically, it's a cultural and religious sensitivities.
0: Right. Well, so the rest of it, let's say, like the processes and the learnings from other the other markets were quite scalable. Other yes. Than that? Yes.
1: Very scalable, and uh, you know, having come from this long term care background mm. myself so uh, that journey was relatively easy for me mm. to to train uh, the healthcare side of things uh, we have caregivers and and we call them we don't call them caregivers we call them wellness associates we feel <laughs> they are they are a big part of the company <laughs> we treat them like associates and uh, so training them was not a, a big issue Uh, given my background in Mm. this industry.
0: So your value has been on the medical side of things and putting the the care part. Uh, And the group seems to have had a big hospitality focus, which is, I guess, also something a bit more scalable. They can bring those learnings from overseas uh, over here. Uh, Dr. Ramdan, after this, we'll talk a little bit about the expansion plans over here in Malaysia and what else we can expect from Pacific Senior Living here. Folks, I've been speaking with Dr. Ramdan J.S. Ingram. He's the Interim CEO and Director of Health Services at Pacific Senior Living. And we're going into a few messages right now. Keep it here to Open for Business on BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Busy following money trail. BFM 89.9. Open for Business is powered by Bospole.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Karnasthan and this morning I've been speaking with Dr. Ramdan Jayasingham. He is the Interim CEO and Director of Health Services at Pacific Senior Living, part of the Columbia Pacific Management Group. Dr. Ramdan, Pacific Senior Living has set up one location here in in Malaysia, over in Klang. As I mentioned earlier, it was the repurposing of the four-star Merida Hotel building. Uh, I know there are other buildings in the work as well. There's one in PJ that you've already leased uh, with uh, the old EPF building that's currently in talks. Obviously, a lot of work still to be done. Talk to us about the value uh, of the Malaysian market to the group, right? What, what are they, What are their aspirations for this market?
1: So to, to understand the potential, to understand the business potential in what we are doing, I think we need to crunch some numbers, all right? If we look at today's Malaysian population, which is slightly more than 32 million, I think mm. 32.4 million, thereabouts. If you look at those numbers, and, you know, like you lightly pointed out, even if you say 30 million and you <laughs> say 15%, that is 4.5 million seniors. Now, let's just say 1% of that 4.5 million need uh, senior care. So now you're talking about 450,000 individuals, you know, just from this country. We haven't even started to talk about the potential of bringing people from elsewhere. You know, from across the causeway or, or from from other countries. So you can see the the potential is huge. We're talking about an absolute number of around four hundred fifty thousand. And now let's just say zero point one percent. That is forty five thousand are from the affluent society, and they want the premium services. Mm. So you, as you would imagine, it's it's a huge market out there, and the numbers are only going to keep growing. So from that perspective, Pacific Senior Living, we, are, we take the position that, you know, we are going to grow, we are going to move forward, we are going to create, uh, we are going to build uh, more communities. We have one in Klang right now called Acacia. That's our first uh, community. We are going to create more communities in uh, probably in the bigger cities. Okay, JB, Penang, uh, maybe more in the Klang Valley. So all these uh, plans are underway, and and to you know to achieve these plans, we have recently taken on board a chief development officer and, and this person this person is has got uh, lots of experience building private hospitals so uh, I think for us to go and build these communities moving forward is not going to be a big challenge we have the right people we have the right motives in place we have the right support from our parent mm. company and I, I think we are only going to move forward in that direction
0: Now if I understand correctly uh, Acacia is around 136 rooms so about 136 people capacity there, uh, or is it two people to a... Correction, because most of the rooms are single occupancy, okay. most
1: of it, and there are about uh, 10 rooms for couples. That means uh, you have to be married
0: couples. So, we're talking about 150 capacity, yeah, more about, or less. about, yeah. Uh, if we look at your 45,000 uh, number, right, so 45,000 divided by 150, we're talking about... 300 centres or more yeah, we, uh, we, over time. Uh, I mean, to put it simply, we, we have a long the, the, way to go. It, it's a big market, It's, a, it's a
1: big market. Uh, if, we, if we do it well and we do it right, yes, it's a big market.
0: So it's it's a big market. There's a big opportunity that you see here, um, and there's there's the facility in Klang. Um, kind of show us how the future facilities will look like. Is that the model that will be utilised for future expansion?
1: Okay. So Klang, you know, to, to be honest, Klang was a brownfield project. Okay. Okay. So all said and done, there are some restrictions. So moving forward, we might also look at greenfield projects. Mm. Uh, so we brand would, new facilities yes, from the ground and, up. And 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 you know, to be honest. Brand new facilities are much more easy to develop and, you know, everything is scalable. You know, we don't have to, to adjust, make a lot of adjustments. So we might be looking at that as well. But, but you know, everything is, we, we are open to discussions. Mm-hmm. In fact, many uh, parties have reached out to us for joint ventures. And so we are, we are assessing all our different options. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will create something with the interest of our customers. Our seniors, that, that, you know, that will be the starting point. If something doesn't work for
0: them, then, you
1: know, mm. it's not worth considering.
0: Sizing-wise, is uh, 150 packs capacity the kind of ideal size you're looking for? We could we see much larger uh, venues in the future?
1: Uh, well, the one that, that it's on the cards now, we're talking something like 200 to 220 okay. rooms. So, yeah, it, you know, size can go... I, I think the number is not not the, the most important thing. Mm-hmm. It, it will depend on a lot, lot of other factors, mm-hmm. uh, namely there's the size of the plot of the land, yeah, of uh, how many stories, how high we want to go. So we, we will uh, everything is going to be planned individually. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a, a blanket or we will only do 100. And you know honestly for economies of scale, I think the, the bigger you go, if there's a market, yeah. if there's a market, the, the larger number of rooms is actually going to help us achieve our margins
0: much faster. Um, for the Malaysian market, how are you uh, looking at pricing strategy here? What kind of range are you looking at? And uh, do you have any... I guess, models or expectations in terms of the revenue you're expecting to generate here in the next few years?
1: Okay. So since we have just started three years, of course, right now, this, there's no talk about Very uh, early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it's, it's all negative EBITDA, <laughs> for, for, you know, probably for the next few months, hopefully mm. not not for years. Uh, our pricing right now starts from 8,500 a month, all inclusive. Right, uh, even including a, a weekly doctor's visits, some physiotherapy sessions, and and all the other offerings. Um, so at eight thousand five hundred for now, uh, our projections is that you know if we even if we hit a fifty percent occupancy, uh, we should be able to turn a positive cash flow.
0: Yeah, so if uh, you're looking almost seven eight million ringgit a year just from one facility at 50 percent capacity so that's uh not something to scoff at and as you continue to grow the Mm -hmm. facilities we're talking about that market potential earlier this is a multi-million dollar business and
1: and i think as we grow we also improve on our operational efficiencies Mm -hmm. and you know so i guess from there our Mm. our EBITDA margins will be will definitely
0: improve yeah I, i know it's very early right now and i'm sure uh the group is understanding over the fact that it's EBITDA negative right now. Because it's it's only been three months and there's a lot more to do. But given, you know, the high cost of capital landscape and all of that, has there been a target set in terms of when you want to see uh, at least EBITDA positive?
1: Uh, to be honest, no target has been set, mm. and and in this case, I'm I'm actually thankful, uh, <laughs> thankful to the uh, to our parent company, yeah. Columbia Pacific Management. They, uh, uh, from my past experiences with them, they are long term investors. Yeah. Okay, very mm. passionate about about senior care, very passionate, including the chairman of the group, um, Mr. Dane Beatty very passionate about uh, senior care. And uh, they, they know that it's a long, long process. They are long-term investors. So, but you know, having said all that, a business is a business. You know, we, we cannot go on running at a loss. So at some point we will have to turn a profit and and me and uh, with, with the rest of the team, the CFO, and now uh, coming on board, we have the chief of uh, development, chief development officer. So all of us, we work hard. We have the rest of the team. We have mm-hmm. a corporate team we will work hard to achieve these targets.
0: Are you able to share with us, I guess, the target, you know, rates of return that the group is looking for for the Malaysian assets in the longer term?
1: Rate of return, I I would think a healthy, a mm-hmm. healthy rate of return would be at least a, a double-digit EBITDA. You okay. know, uh, at least a low double-digit <laughs> you know, uh, definitely if we can score 20% or <laughs> what, that yeah. would be really good. But I think, you know, something with 10 to 15% would be a decent rate of return. Uh, if not, it would be just better to keep your money in the bank.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, you know, given the risk they're taking investing in another market, another region, yeah. there are always going to be those factors into the equation. Yeah. Yeah. Um growth is going to be a main story for the next few years for the Malaysian business. Uh, We talked a little bit about expansion is going to be a key part of that growth story as you look for different venues and facilities. Um, But, you know, there are other ways to grow as well. And uh, one of them is, I think you mentioned earlier, joint ventures. Um, How uh, is Pacific Senior Living looking at potential joint ventures in order to uh, either add value to what you're currently doing or to help the business grow. Okay,
1: so let's let's take on uh, growing the business. These joint ventures are basically people who have land
0: capital. Okay. so property developers out yeah, there who might be listening, yeah, you
1: know, who might be sitting on prime land, mm. who might you know might meet our needs our requirements. So, so those kind of joint ventures are are something that we're looking at now in terms of services. Okay. In terms of services, in terms of adding value, you know, like I said before, we need to work with dentists because some of our residents may need dentures. We need to work with hearing aid companies and, uh, in the worst case scenario you know, at some point we also know our our residents health is going to deteriorate or they might have some illnesses so we need a proper healthcare support so to this end we have also tied up with our you know we a related company columbia asia group of hospitals um, we have one uh, they have one hospital in klang who is ready to support our medical emergencies. And then we also have another hospital in Shalom, Columbia, Asia extended care hospital. When our residents are are too frail or they develop major complications, then that is a skilled nursing facility. So, uh, you know, to offer a full range of services, these kind of associations are very important for us.
0: is this an exclusive arrangement given the some relation there or are you looking to partner with other hospitals in the future as well?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, right now we, we we have official MOUs with Columbia Asia. Um, I guess our residents will also have their choice. Mm. You know, if, if for instance, all the uh, medical records were in a different hospital, then it wouldn't make sense uh, for them to go to a new place, see right. new doctors, do new tests. You know, and all this adds up to cost. Yeah. So, all this will be done with the resident in mind mm. you know the, their importance will be uh, will be of utmost uh, uh, th- that will decide on how we actually manage them
0: Although the market size is quite big, even in the, uh, potentially in the affluent segment, um, you're not the only game in town, of course. Uh, other players are coming in, some of the big property players as well who own hospitals um, out there. I think uh, last year Sunwe also launched their own uh, property. So there's other people entering the space here. Uh, there's a sizable market there, but in the initial areas, it might be a very narrow market um and differentiation is going to be important here so ultimately what is going to differentiate pacific senior living from the rest of the players out there new and old okay so you're
1: you're very right roshan because there are a lot of players okay all with different price points. Mm. Of course, uh, for us, we are in the premium segment and there are other people there. Fortunately, no one is in our same uh, location. (laughs) (laughs) Geographically, right now, right now, no one's there. Tomorrow, someone might open across the street. Mm. Uh, Yeah, so actually, for us, right, you know, we don't think there is a, there's a huge competition or we don't need to compete with anyone because we have our own set of offerings. And end of the day, I think the consumer has the choice, you know. Usually, when it comes to senior care, family members or even the senior themselves, they will go and tour the facility and, you know, how it feels. And, and they will go through a, a lot of questions on the costing, on the various different charges. And end of the day, they will make that decision of of which player, or which caregiver or, or which uh company they are are going to take on. So I think in terms of uh, us, we will look internally, we will try to create more value for whatever they are paying, we will keep improving, we will keep innovating, Mm. and I think that's the way forward. We're not going to focus so much on what the other people are doing and try to keep up with them. I don't think that's the way forward. Mm. But internally, we will reflect and, and see how we can improve and how we can add value to all our customers.
0: Dr. Anand, one key goal uh, for the group, uh, for the company this year?
1: Well, you know, business, right? <laughs> business. So, so, of course, we are looking to, to turn a profit. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, if we can actually hit our 50% targets, we are on around 10% now. So, mm. so, you know, just over three months. So that's, that's quite encouraging. If we can actually hit that 50% target, I think me and the team and our investors, everyone will be quite happy with that.
0: Dr. Ramanan it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Good luck and thank you so much for your time. Pleasure is mine. Folks, I've been speaking with Dr. Ramnan J. Singham, Interim CEO and Director of Health Services at Pacific Senior Living. If you missed any part of this conversation, you can catch the full conversation over on the BFM app. Our shows are also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other podcast players. Just look for Open for Business. I'm Roshan Gunnison. You've been listening to Open for Business. So keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station. Are you open for business? Register your company with BossBolet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.